letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. With the WCCO All Local, I'm Mark Fry. Here are the headlines for Tuesday, May 2nd. 3M says more job cuts are coming to the Twin Cities. We're hearing from one of the newest members of the University of Minnesota Board of Regents. And dry weather is creating dangerous fire conditions across Minnesota. Our top local story, a Hennepin County judge has found another former Minneapolis police officer guilty in connection with the murder of George Floyd. Two towns bench trial and a second-degree manslaughter charge wrapped up at the end of January. And this morning, Hennepin County Judge Peter Cahill released his verdict. Tau opted to forego a jury trial while his co-defendants, Thomas Lane and J. Alexander King, pled guilty to similar state charges and were sentenced to between 36 and 42 months in prison. Tau will be sentenced on August 7th. He and the others are currently serving time in federal prison for violating Floyd's civil rights. Former MPD officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty of murder and civil rights violations. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Meanwhile, retired Hennepin District Court Chief Judge Kevin Burke says Tau's sentencing wraps up a horrible chapter for policing. He says the murder of George Floyd has caused enormous damage to law enforcement, not just in Minneapolis, but around the country. You're hard-pressed to find another example of such destruction that's occurred as a result of a criminal act or a rogue police officer, or in this case, four rogue police officers. Burke speaking with WCCO's Chad Hartman. He says the 177-page detail with which Judge Peter Cahill outlines what the facts were creates a very compelling conclusion that Tao's conduct was not appropriate. 3M says it's cutting 1,100 jobs from its Maplewood headquarters. The Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development says they learned of the permanent layoffs yesterday, and the layoffs are expected to begin June 30th. 3M says the Maplewood site will not close. The news comes just a week after 3M announced they were cutting 6,000 jobs globally, believing they'll save up to $900 million a year. Minnesota refinery workers are celebrating after Governor Wall signed a bill into law that will protect them on the job. It's law. Surrounded by union workers, Governor Wall signed that bill into law. It comes after nearly two years ago, 200 workers at Marathon's Petroleum St. Paul Park oil refinery went on strike over unfair labor practices and workplace safety. Then-State Senator Carla Bingham promised change. She's now a Washington County Commissioner and was on hand for the signing. The real champions, the real beneficiaries here are the workers. Let this be the, the final thing you walk away with today. Show up be heard because this is what it looks like. The law requires at least 30% of refinery workers be trained through an apprenticeship program. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Also in St. Paul today, Minnesota lawmakers in the House are taking up a bill that would offer paid family leave to families and the Senate, the tax bill, is taking center stage. Both are expected to pass. The outgoing president of the State Nurses Union is one of the newest members of the University of Minnesota Board of Regents. Mary Turner was voted out of the board last night by the state legislature and spoke with WCCO's Vanita Sakar. This is my thing. I like to advocate for the people of Minnesota. More importantly, when I had found out that it's been, oh boy, almost a decade and a half since they had had any kind of labor uh, voice at the Board of Regents, since there's quite a few unions in the university system, um, I just felt like this was something I could do. Former Alina Health CEO Penny Wheeler and West St. Paul City Council member Robin Goley were also elected to the board. Current Regent Tad Johnson was re-elected to another six-year term. 
Officials at the state sex offender facility in Moose Lake say one of their staffers is hospitalized following an attack yesterday by someone receiving treatment there. According to the report, the staff member was hit in the head with a heavy object and repeatedly kicked while on the ground. The attacker was arrested by Carleton County Sheriff's deputies. Facility Director Nancy Johnson called it a brutal, senseless act. State corrections officials say there were 45 assaults on their workers last year, eight causing serious injuries. Records show most of the reported assaults took place at the Stillwater Prison. Al Shock, Newstalk 830, WCCO. The owner of the Afro Deli and Grill restaurants based in the Twin Cities is the National Small Business Person of the Year. Abdi Kahin owns the restaurants and was previously named the Minnesota Small Business Person of the Year. Kahin will be honored tomorrow during an event that includes Doug Emhoff, the husband of Vice President Kamala Harris, who will visit the Twin Cities. Most of the state of Minnesota is under a red flag warning today. The National Weather Service is warning of near-critical fire conditions in much of the state as dry conditions and high winds continue. Minnesota DNR Wildfire Prevention Specialist Karen Harrison. Those areas where there's maybe higher ground, the grasses or smaller fuels like that are drying out really quickly and are definitely have that higher potential for wildfire. So we're seeing an increase in wildfire activity. We expect that could to continue until all of Minnesota greens up. She says the high winds gusting as high as 40 miles per hour coupled with low humidity could lead to a rapid spread in fires and they're urging residents to check for any burning restrictions in their areas. So just who is working in downtown Minneapolis-Dayton's project and what about that much-anticipated food hall? It's built and will open in phases throughout the year as more workers return to the office on a regular basis, according to Jim Montez with property manager Transwestern. As for the rest of the building, Montez says Prudential is the next big name to lease space starting in May, with three more substantial leases coming on board soon and joining the likes of Ernst & Young, Unilever, and Uncommon Retail. Montez says things are changing with hybrid work, but he says with EY in particular, the space has been a big success. By 8.30, they have a hard time finding a seat, so people want to come to the building, and that's part of what we're doing with the amenities in the building and why we're doing the food hall strategically like we are so that companies don't necessarily say you have to come to the office. Hopefully the employees say, I want to come to the office. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.